Hi everybody, this is Dan Sullivan and this is Exponential Wisdom, which allows me to interact with the person that I think is the forward scout for all exponential technology on the planet because he just seems to be curious about everything, seems to know everybody who's doing interesting things. This is Peter Diamandis and Peter, things are speeding up. I mean, I can just see by all your blogs, I can see, you know, my own surfing. I'm a crazy surfer at night, so I'm just looking at the impact of digital technology on just virtually every activity. But I know you have to choose. You have a limited amount of time like we all do, but tell me what's hot right now. Sure, Dan. It's uh, always great to spend an hour with you. I think this particular podcast, I'd love to talk with you about what I'm most excited about in 2016, 2017 on Exponential Technologies. One of the conversations I'm having all the time in Silicon Valley with some of the top technologists, I'm part of a secret moonshot club. It's a group of about a dozen CEOs that are working on billion dollar moonshots in a range of different areas. And we get together on a regular basis and talk about the challenges, the difficulties, maybe more on that on a future podcast. But the conversation I keep hearing is that people have no idea how fast things are changing. And it's true. We have all of these technologies that are sort of building on top of each other. And it's not just any one technology that is changing the world. It is all of them convergent that are changing everything. And so I actually, as you know, because it was your advice and your recommendation that got me started on this crazy 25-year journey, I have my Abundance 360 program, which is at the end of January every year. And it's a group of 250 CEOs that join me every January to learn about what's going from deceptive to disruptive. I spend the entire year thinking about what am I going to present? Mm-hmm. And that frame, that 25-year commitment to doing this, and that frame of what am I most excited about has been awesome. And and I think maybe what would be a good way to do this, sort of like what's going on and what's exciting is to give you a sense of what I'm planning for, for this coming Abundance 360. You know, I just want to say they're, they're all CEOs, but they're all founders of an entrepreneurial company. Yeah, they're, they're entrepreneurs. They're entrepreneurs, so they're, they can't be fired. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, one thing I'm doing this year, which was a huge hit last year, is what I call my convergence catalyzer. And it's where I bring the smartest entrepreneur, scientist, visionaries on stage with me and we play jazz. And so we're doing this two mornings. Our first convergence catalyzer we're doing is going to be focused on the combination of AI computation and sensors. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be having an AI, Neil Jacob Stein, who heads uh, artificial intelligence for Singular University. A lot going on in AI. Obviously, huge progress. A billion dollars committed by Elon Musk in open AI. We've got IBM Watson. We've got Google just winning Go with their DeepMind applications. In computation, I'm doing something different this year, is I'm bringing in a new friend of mine, part of my this moonshot club, if you would, Chad Rigetti. And Chad is the CEO of Rigetti Computing. It's a quantum computing company. And when people talk about Moore's Law being dead or Moore's Law sort of like flattening out, oh my God, we haven't seen anything mm-hmm. yet. Quantum computing is about to cause this massive explosion. And Chad 
with Rigetti Computing. It came out of Y Combinator, mm-hmm. Google, IBM, companies out of Microsoft. A number of the companies are all working on quantum computing. And quantum computing is not classical computing. It's a kind of computing that works billions or trillions of times faster or trillions of trillions of times faster, Mm -hmm. but for very specific kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. And it's very complex, natural, complex systems problems. And where quantum computing is going to be impactful are places like modeling the environment. So people concerned about climate crisis, quantum computing is going to help us understand what's going on in our environment and model it at a level of fidelity unfathomable to scientists before, Mm -hmm. like really getting and understanding what's going on. Weather systems, it's going to allow us to understand molecular interactions, so pharmacological investigations of new drugs. I think we're going to see quantum computing helping us understand how to invent future drugs, how to solve cancer. And the other place that quantum computing is going to be a huge impact is on machine learning. So the ability to give a machine learning system massive data sets and have it intellectualize, understand what's going on and create algorithms. So we're going to see this incredible spike in machine learning algorithms. So quantum computing is going to do a huge amount. And then I'm bringing in Matt Grob, who's the CTO of Qualcomm. They talk about Mm -hmm. networks and sensors, Mm -hmm. right? This huge explosion networks and sensors that's coming down the pike. We're seeing the deployment of global connectivity from OneWeb and Viasat and Google drones and Facebook satellites and drones and Google balloons. So we're going to measure everything on the planet. We're going to be able to feed that data into quantum computing and have AIs monitoring everything. And the crazy thing is that's not 30 years from now or 20 years mm-hmm. from now. It's this decade. It's right now. I look for little signs that it's happening in ordinary life. And yesterday, we were in Arizona for 10 days, and we brought our Avis car back at Phoenix Airport. What's an Avis car? (laughs) (laughs) We came in, and the attendant came up, and he already had our mileage, and he already had how much gas we had in the tank, because they have sensors on the cars now that tell them automatically what it is. And he said, I just want to let you know that probably a year from now, none of us are going to be here. Oh my God. He said uh, <laughs> that uh, you'll just come down. He says everything will be predetermined where your car is. You just look at your cell phone. They'll tell you what parking spot your cell phone is in. And we know everything that's happened on the trip. So this is a combination of just existing high-level computing, but with sensors. Obviously, they've got it all keyed into sensors in the gas tank, they've got the mileage keyed in and everything like that. So a lot of people, it's hard for them to grasp a trillion times computing, but it's actually going to show up first in very, very ordinary. Imagine if when you walk into the doctor's office, the same thing happens, right? When all of your forms are filled out for you, just that alone would be amazing. But we have all your blood chemistries, we have all your analysis, and the doctors want to tell you what our nanobots are doing to you this afternoon. Well, actually, actually, it's an old joke, but I used to see these billboards. It's called Psychic Hotline, you know, call 1-800-PSYCHIC. And I said, well, if they're really psychic, shouldn't they be phoning you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Well, I mean, and the same thing is that right now, they can only respond to your request. You got something, you're not feeling bad. But in the future, they'll kind of tell you, hey, 
come on in. We've got some data we want to show you on your yeah. stuff. It's amazing. The second convergence catalyzer, by the way, when we do our convergence catalyzer, what, as you know, it's me on stage with this group of three CEOs, amazing entrepreneurs, interviewing them for the first half an hour. And then it's the audience interviewing them for the next 90 minutes mm -hmm. and asking, well, if this is true and this is true, is this true? And it's a chance for people in the audience to sort of say, how are these three technologies at a time going to impact my industry, my mm -hmm. company? And what's mm -hmm. the unfair advantage for new startups I want to create. The next convergence catalyzer, I've got Mark Raybert, who's the CEO of Boston Dynamics, the hottest robotics company on the planet. It's the one making these incredible humanoid and dog-like and animal-like robots. It's awesome. I, I love Boston Dynamics. Jeremy Bellinson, who heads VR at Stanford, and then Carl Bass, the CEO of Autodesk, coming in to talk about digital manufacturing, 3D printing. And so the convergence of robotics, mm -hmm. 3D printing, and VR is going to be amazing. And then one of my fun panels is going to be on exponential leadership. So I've got three hot, amazing CEOs coming in. I'll keep it secret as to who they are right now. But talking about, and these are, again, CEO entrepreneurs, they built huge companies, very successful, talking about how do you manage during exponential times when the rate of change is fast and getting faster, how do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a 90-minute session on how, as an entrepreneur, do you deal with this increasing rate of change and surf on top of the tsunami instead of being crushed by it? Mm -hmm. Really, really uh, important. One of the things that's really interesting is that you have these technologies, but, you know, I was just looking at Elon Musk, and I trace back electric cars, and electric cars have been around since the 1890s. Yeah, the first cars were electric cars. Yeah, <laughs> and the emergence of the Tesla, and not just Tesla in itself, but the, what I would say, the global impact of the Tesla model on the entire automobile industry, not only the automobile industry, but the transportation industry period, you know, with Pittsburgh now having driverless cabs, you start seeing cities that are starting to go in this direction. But it always takes a key individual who's just willing to put all his chips on the table. Yeah. So technology is one thing, but technology doesn't really take risks. It's actually the individuals who have a vision of something they see something way before anyone else sees it. And it's actually their willingness just to take all the chips that they've accumulated and put them on the table and say, I'm betting on this. That's actually what moves everything. And yeah. in your convergences, that's the thing that doesn't really get talked about. And I think it would be a useful conversation, but just to talk to them about the risks that they've taken just to get as far as they have because I think, first of all, entrepreneurs understand that because they live with it. But the public, and especially as it's described in the media, who are not risk takers, I mean, the media may be the, the most reactive and least risk taking major institution in society, they miss the whole point that it's actually individuals who create what I would call the risk leap. That's what it takes, right? The only reason that SpaceX and Tesla exist, as you said, was. Elon had netted $180 million from the sale of PayPal to eBay, and he basically 
bet it all, all of it. He went in <laughs> expecting to spend half of it, like, you know, 90 million, I'll put 90 million away, but he ended up spending all of it and actually going into debt. But it takes that. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about that in terms of exponential leadership. Like, what does it take when you bet it all? Yeah. I think I saw an interview where he said he was... He maxed out 27 credit cards enough to uh, to just move the project. For fortunately, he lives in the United States where you can get an unlimited number of credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> so the other things we're doing at A360 coming up, we have three masterminds that I'm very excited about. One is going to be on blockchain. We're going to be talking mm-hmm. about specific ideas and a very cool idea by an amazing entrepreneur who's done over a billion dollars in exits. It's his next company. Look, using blockchain to make things portable between the actual world and the virtual world. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into more on that, but I'm tracking blockchain and I'm always looking for ways that people can actually use blockchain, use it for marketing, use it for business. And this is very real, very concrete, very near term and very cool. Yeah, and actually the banks have gotten into blockchain because the worldwide system isn't clear enough what it's doing now, but a lot of the banks are going with what they call silo blockchains, that inside their own system, they're going to go to a blockchain concept where you have a ledger that's established within the system. So I think that there's all sorts of experiments that are going on. The other thing that's really interesting, because there's a lot of controversy And I don't think anyone really understands what it means, the U.S. giving the Internet over to U.N. control. And right away, within a week, I saw somebody said, well, we can establish an entirely new Internet that's actually based on blockchain, where you can't fiddle with the Internet the way you can fiddle with it. It's probably directed just at Russian hackers since you <laughs> since you did it, but things can be hacked and you can't hack it if it's based on the blockchain, which is very, very important if you get into driverless cars. What if somebody hacks into an entire fleet of cars and just decides to cause a lot of accidents that way. Talk about a denial of service attack using autonomous cars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing is, and Peter, I was sitting watching your convergences, and I'm always interested in how a kid, and you have two of them who are five years old, it's not so much how you prepare them for the world, but how do they prepare themselves for the world? Because ultimately, it's not about anything the parents do. It's something that the child does themselves. And it seems to me that your convergences are a new type of educational paradigm. And the one lesson they teach you is that you can predict the inputs, but you can't predict the outputs. And that's the biggest thing I get out of that. I saw the excitement level on your participants, the actual people on stage with you, and you could tell they were seeing new things in the hour and a half that you had them on stage. Yeah, it's like playing jazz. Just because they didn't have the input from other people to actually see an entirely new possibility for their own technology. I'll hit on the other two masterminds as we wrap up this session. The other two masterminds I'm doing besides on blockchain, I'm doing a mastermind on augmented reality. I'm bringing in the CEO of one of the hottest augmented reality companies. It's not public yet. It's got multi-billions of dollars in. And we're going to be talking about the impact, not of virtual reality, but augmented reality. When you're wearing your, your heads up eye set and being able to see what's going on and having new information layer. It's going to take what has been the phone as the principal mechanism of digital interface 
and replace it with headsets. And then the third mastermind, and these masterminds are, again, a couple hours, me on stage interviewing this person for 30 minutes, but it's really the audience having the conversation and trying to see where does it go. The third is going to be the person who's a dear friend of mine who heads the autonomous car program at Uber. And so it's going to be a conversation around what are the implications of autonomous cars? It's going to change everything. It's going to change retail. It's going to change real estate. It's going to change, obviously, the automotive industry, but the real estate industry, it's incredible. So what are the implications of that are going to be? Yeah, I'm just about to send a major message out to the entire strategic coach community about we're generally filled up for Abundance 360. I mean, this got started with a very small meeting in Silicon Valley, and then you and I sat down and talked about it, and we said, you know, there'd be a nice partnership here between Strategic Coach and Peter Diamandis, Global Domination Incorporated, whatever it was. <laughs> but the thing about it is that this will be our fourth big conference. This is year five of 25, which is amazing to think about. Yeah, and when I met you, you were a homeless person, and now you actually have a home. So that, that was the first thing I had to do is get you off the street and actually give you a home that you could return to. But I know this really gives you a organizing model for your explorations every year. So we always have fallout at the end. Sometimes we have storms in January. People have personal things that come up. So there's always seats that come up at the last time. So we have the first in line program that if you get in early and get your reservation in, which is actually for the 2018, which gives you absolute guaranteed seat in 2018. But first of all, there's a real chance if you get first in first in line that you can actually uh, attend in wonderful Beverly Hills at the Four Seasons for 2017. But not only that, even if they don't get that, they get live streams. So they're actually there. They can see the whole thing. But then they get the full membership benefits throughout the year. So can you just go over a little bit, Peter? Yeah. And I appreciate that you created this for uh, strategic coach clients. I think the offer that we designed was the Abundance 360 program. If you're attending, it's 12500 bucks. It's a two and a half day program. It's again, it's entrepreneurs, CEOs, people running everything from 10 million to $10 billion companies are in the room. It's principals of these companies, creators of these companies. And it's two and a half days. And in addition to the two and a half day Abundance 360 program, we have a monthly one hour live webinar that we do every month and a community portal that you're part of. So it's a year long program. And we typically fill the program in the room. So last year, during the 2016 program, we filled the majority of the 2017 program when people signed up on day three of the program. Uh, and so to make opportunities for new people, this first in line program we created, I think it's a $2,500 deposit. And what that $2,500 deposit does is it gives you a live stream to 2017. It gives you a first in line so that you have a guaranteed seat for 2018. And if seats become open actually in 2017, we'll go down the line and offer you a chance to come in live this year for 2017. Mm -hmm. Plus you get the 12 months of webinars. Mm -hmm. So how do they participate? Is this something they do through their strategic coach? First of all, I go right after the 10 times program first. So I have 500. They're getting the word of mouth. 
from the returnees from each. So I have probably about 140, 150 who were there last year. And they talk it up so there's a receptivity. But then every year I bring in a couple hundred new people into the 10 times program. So we go there and then the moment they get a certain time period response, then I go out, then we have 17,000 other people who have, we call them, they're part of the strategic coach community. And it's first come, first serve. But last year, we not only sold out A360, we sold out the first in line. So and the other thing that's been real big that's been pushing that is actually our podcast, Peter. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had more people come in new to the program this year who said, I listen to all the podcasts and I'm just totally blown away by the future that Peter is describing. And I want to say something here is that I told Marissa before the podcast that the first thing that I totally fell in love with from your thinking was the 6D process because it's actually how you yourself become an exponential thinker is by yeah. developing the skills of seeing the world in terms of digital, deceptive, disruption, demonetize, dematerialize, and democratize. And I said, I read the news and I can just see it showing up all over the planet. But the biggest thing about the second step, the deceptive, is actually what's happening in the second step is new forms are being created and old forms are being challenged. And then there's a critical mass that grows up and creative destruction happens. And this is a great line by an economist in the 1940s by the name of Schumpeter. And he said that at the heart of the entire economic system is a process of creative destruction driven by risk-taking entrepreneurs. The disruption comes because of that creative destruction that comes out of the first two steps, the digital and the deceptive. If you have this as a way of looking at the world, the world is no longer scary. The world is very exciting. Well, pal, we're up on time. If people are interested in first in line program, please, uh, during your strategic coach session, talk to Dan and the team at Coach. If you're not a member of Strategic Coach, why aren't you a member of Strategic Coach? <laughs> <laughs> well, go right to Abundance 360 and say you want to sign up here. Anyway, always a thrill. I mean, you're my eyes on the world, Peter. So I It's an amazing world. I am every day, every day. It's an amazing time to be alive. One of the subjects that I just wrote a blog about that I think would be a fun conversation, Dan, is how exponential technology is actually changing how, as humans, we reproduce. And sex and technology have always been sort of interlaced uh, as a first mover advantage. <laughs> so maybe that'd be a fun conversation. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, when virtual reality gets to the point of being able to actually touch other people, we know which industry is going to be the pioneer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Talk to you soon, buddy.